Welcome to the Smoke Break. We are here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m., as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. And uh, we are actually streaming live from Facebook uh, every Saturday from 3 to 4. Dope. Nailed it. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Chris Adez. Hello, everybody. And here with Danny Ocean. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Give us a, a real quick bio so that way we know who we're talking to. So I host, they gave us a show on X-Ray FM with Shado, um, Friday nights at midnight. We used to be on Freeform before that we started at KPSU. Um, I, I'm on the, the happy hour show with Shado, which is a TV show that airs on uh, local public access as well as YouTube. Sorry. The after hour show podcast. I'm a board member at hip hop fighting cancer and sometimes stage host for them and Danny Ocean's random podcast. Sorry. No, do not apologize. I uh, want them to be just as excited to for you to be here as I am to have you. Um, so every week we talk about mental health issues. Uh, and this week we're going to be talking about a little, little bit about taking a break, taking a break. Uh, it's something I have a really hard time doing. Jane doesn't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> You've listened to any of our past episodes. Uh, this is the perfect time to talk about this because we're almost at our fiftieth episode, and Woo! yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't taken a break. I haven't taken a break. Um, what are what are y'all's experiences with? Uh, you know, I mean, both of you, I you listed off all your shows, so you're busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do another show with you, so I know you're busy, uh, and I know and I have another another podcast, another business, two uh, kids. Another business. Staying busy. So we, we're all good at taking breaks and we're experts on this and we can definitely talk about it, right? <laughs> um, I need to be better break. at taking breaks. So this is a good topic for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, where, do, where do, how do you know that you're overworking yourself? Well, I'm, I'm an old, so, you know, I'm old. So um, it, it, I definitely, the way we were raised, it was like you felt guilty for like even calling in sick to work because mm-hmm. you'd yeah. go and be at McDonald's. It's not that serious, but people are like, oh yeah, sure. He's sick, you know? So that's yeah. kind of what we grew up. So for me, I was kind of conditioned. Yeah. I have a hard time even like asking for days off when it's not like I'm skipping work. I'm getting better at that. And my wife is great with, you yeah. know, encouraging that. And since I've been with her, we've, I've taken more like vacations than I ever would have and just time off. Yeah. So for sure. It's important. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely can tell when I, like when I haven't taken a break because, uh, no, I can't. I, I don't even <laughs> notice that I'm working my overworking myself until somebody's been like, "You've been really busy," and I'm like, "Oh, like saying you look tired." Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, "No, these bags under <laughs> my eyes are how that. I was born." <laughs> like, no, that's just what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered, but no, I, I, this is how I feel. Um, but yeah, 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 I definitely people kind of almost have to bring it up to me to for me to even notice that I'm overworking myself. Um, what about you, Des? What's uh, what's kind of like your indicator that you're like, "Wow, I'm going way too hard." Well, I used to work like 70 hours a week Ooh. and uh, now I've, I just try to work as little as possible. So I, um, but, but now I'm like trying to find that, that happy medium of, um, you know, having a social life while also uh, working hard and getting all of my shit done. Uh, but one of the indicators is, um, hmm, I guess it's like, you know, when people tell me like you need to take a break or usually somebody does say you look tired and that's like. One of my pet peeves. Yeah. So don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Once, once, once you've offended how I look, now I'm just like, okay, maybe I should check into this. Maybe I do need to sleep for more than four hours a night. Um, as far as like sleep and stuff, is that something that you feel like you're getting you're getting enough of? Is that where you like start cutting corners, or are you like, I'll just well, I'll skip a meal. I don't get enough sleep. Um, I have always been this way. I like want to be alive and live life as mm-hmm. much as possible. And, and it's not, and it's funny because health wise, I probably should be getting more sleep to live more life, you know, longer. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's... but I'm like, Oh, you know, I could be up watching this movie or just doing something dumb or like programming the set for the next radio show. And yeah. 
Yeah. So I'll fall asleep on the TV or like fall asleep reading news on my phone or something dumb like that all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you, Des? Um, what was the question again? Where do, where do you start like cutting corners where you're just like, I need more time out of the day. Uh, I'll just... I actually wish uh, I didn't ever have to sleep. I I Same. love life. I have so many projects and I wish I could just um, be creative nonstop. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely have not been getting enough sleep lately. It's been like four hours a night. I'm but... not saying you should do math. <laughs> I'm just saying you can. Uh... <laughs> but honestly, I'm the happiest that I've ever been in my life just because I am you know, doing all the things I want to do, but I think a few more hours of sleep a night would probably help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be better at the things that I'm doing. I guess, uh, I guess for me, like I, I definitely cut out on sleep. That's, that's where I like, that's how I know that. Um, cause I, that's where I'm just like, well, I mean, you know, like you can, you can cut out on that, you know, like maybe I have to work a certain amount of hours a day. Maybe I have to, uh, you know, I have obligations and stuff like that, but sleep, that's like, that's my personal time that yeah. I can cut a, cut a chunk out of. Um, right. so yeah, I guess like, as far as like, you know, when it comes to like overworking, what's something you do to kind of counteract that? Um, like, I as far as like self-care and stuff like that. I don't know if counteract is the right word, but I do try to like fit like, um, as much, I don't even know if this is the right, I try to fit as much into like one outing as possible mm, okay. so that I can kind of have more days off, you know, like, I mean, if I'm going to go out to see a show, to see an artist, to try to get them on the show, then I'll try to like, well, let's hit up this thing at the same time so we can ask them about this and this. So I don't know if that's really the the right answer to the question, but I yeah, try to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of my time. It. Budget your time. Yeah. Time, time management is definitely, I have two kids at home as well. You know, I have kids, I have a wife and I want to be, you know, present at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, I'm trying to push forward all my projects. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, that's kind of what happens when you, when you overwork yourself is that like you, you say, I only have this much time. And so you end up like doing all these projects, but then you forget that there's people in your life that you're like, Oh wow, I'm not giving you the attention that I I want to, or that I could be, or that I should be, because I'm trying to figure out, okay, well I have this. And then after this, I have to, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, Des, what about you? What's, uh, when you, uh, when you're trying to make things work a little bit better? Well, for me, I feel like I'm constantly working, even when I'm hanging out. Like yes. we talked about this a little bit when we, like, we want to start going out to shows more together. Mm -hmm. Um, but also that's, you know, networking for, for our other show. Still working. And then, uh, a lot of my friends also like to create content. So we're like, you know, making little reels together or something that's fun for me, but still it's like, it still feels like work at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, they say that if you're enjoying it, it's, is it really work? So. Yes. Yes, it still is. <laughs> uh, I enjoy the show, but I still have to be here at true, a certain true, time. <laughs> but to counteract working too much, I guess, I don't know. I have fun working. So I guess, um, just not doing anything some not days. I'm anything. like, you know what? Today I don't feel like doing anything and I'm just going to eat. Or order some DoorDash and uh, do nothing today. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <I laughs> every think, once in a while. I think that's a really good answer, just because uh, I I think that if I just kind of take that time aside and just say like, you know what, I'm just not doing anything. Like I I just quit my job, um, so that's cool. Uh, but but um, I've also <laughs> I've also bombed every set that I've done since I quit my job. So you I'm kind say of just that. Like, but I think you're hard on yourself. I I'm sure they were great. Right. I'm, you are correct, but I'm also correct. <laughs> they weren't good, but I am hard on myself. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I definitely, because of that, I've, I've, my time has, I have to manage it differently. Mm -hmm. And so I've uh, kind of just taken days where, no, I haven't. That's a lie. I'm trying to take days where You're I just. You're thinking about taking days yes, one day. <laughs> yeah, one day I will think about taking a day to myself. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I, I've, I'm really, I'm working on it. I know that there was at least one day this week where it was just like, I'm not driving and I'm not, uh, you know, filling out anything or contacting a person or doing, you know, I'm just going to take a day where I just sit here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something I'm trying to, trying to get better at. Um, yeah, but that's scary too, because then you're just like sitting with your thoughts you know, you're just sitting yeah. there and you're like, wow, <laughs> all these I thoughts be that you've never, right <laughs> is that, so is that one of the reasons why, may I ask, that you keep yourself busy? Is it because you like, don't want to like sit there and overthink things? You're hired. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, I think that uh, the more time that I have to myself to like think um, the worse. Uh, so I, I'm just like, okay, if I'm always busy, I'm always working, I'm not you know, I'm not thinking about you know this, that, and the other. Um, what about you, Danny? Would you say that uh, you know it's kind of like a, a reaction to something when you're working that much? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How so? Um, I guess. Well, I guess. I, told I guess you it was going to get heavy. Yes, rephrase. Kind of. I guess rephrase the question. I'm. We get deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does you you'd ask the question initially? Yeah. Like, I, I guess mm-hmm. the the question was is um is you working almost like a response to uh like right. oh, trying yeah, not yeah. to think as much or like if you, you know. just sit with your thoughts, is it? Oh yeah, I definitely. Yeah, have, yeah. yeah thank you. I, I kind of lost. Yeah, there. you're all good. I definitely need something to distract me from sitting with my thoughts, even if it's not working. And it's just like at the end of the night, um, I don't like to really just be in bed with my thoughts. So I'll be, you know, even if it's just, you know, smoking and watching like how I met your mother or something like that. Mm-hmm. I like dumb sitcoms. And so <laughs> That's it's a something good one, like though. that. I can kind of, you know, life is kind of stressful. And so I don't want, and when I get bit. home, I want to watch stuff that kind of takes me out of reality. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just uh distraction. It's a, it's so working so much is almost like a form of distraction. So yeah, definitely distracting from my thoughts. Yeah. And I definitely work as a form of distraction too late at night sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, Des, you're the one who originally asked the question. So were you projecting? Uh, damn, <laughs> sort of. I don't know. Like these days when I'm at home, not doing anything, I just get so creative. And then I message you a million things. I'm like, Hey, we can do this and that and this and that and that. And my brain just like goes and like, I, it wasn't like that before I had to like go through a lot of shit and like go to talk therapy to get past those negative thoughts when I'm just sitting at home Mm -hmm. um, and being too critical on myself and everything. But now it just goes to my mind goes to a creative place. So, yeah. So um, it's, it's almost like more of a blessing than it is a a curse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that that's, uh, that's really good. Um, and like, as far as like self-care. Uh, what's, uh, what are some other things you do as like, as far as self-care, do you, uh, take yourself out to like a movie? Do you, uh, get super on ripped? A date. Uh, yeah, take <laughs> yourself out on a date. <laughs> All the above. Uh, me? Yeah. I, well, movies, not so much. I'm so like, Shado will always be like, you haven't seen this. Yes. Yeah, I'm so behind on everything. Like oh, I yeah. just watched mm-hmm. the Heath Ledger Batman during the like COVID lockdown when I, Whoa. when I got laid off and I was like, I'm going to watch all my Netflix stuff and all my Hulu stuff that I've never seen. And yeah. And so some of the movies I was watching, he's like, you just now saw this. And it, <laughs> so I'll, I'll have a Netflix queue with like 800 titles, you know, not maybe not that many, but sure. sure, sure. So yeah, we're quoting um, you on that, <laughs> but I do like to treat myself to different food places, that kind of okay. thing. So that's kind of like my self care that or self treating that I'll do and, you know, drag my wife and my friends along with me and try out new food carts, food places like that. I'm like, Oh, I saw this on TV. And along the way, I kind of discovered, places that I hadn't seen on TV, but they were actually doper, you know, Yeah, that kind of thing. So that's my main thing. I like to try different food stuff. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think that's, uh, that's something I need to get better about is just eating at different places. Some places I'm just like, no, I know that it costs $6 and that's in the budget. Uh, but there's, there's just so many, so many places to eat in Portland that you really, you know, need to, we actually went to, a, went to a place uh, recently that I was like, never been there. Hey love. Yep. Yeah. 
And uh, I actually we're like, dropped- we're going to have a business meeting here. And then we got there and it was like a candlelit dinner and it was super fancy. And we're like, do we, no, <laughs> do we fit in here? Crab uh, puffs. This, is, <laughs> this is definitely not my normal spot. Uh, this is where I get my hamburger. Um, but yeah, what about, what about you uh, as far as like self-care? What's the same. A- yeah. Eating is eating. definitely okay. uh, high on my list of self-care things. Uh, and another one is just going to the beach and laying Ooh. there like a beached whale. Uh <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Doing nothing. Just like yeah. not even sleeping, just laying there. That's yeah. great. No, that's you should dope. try it. I should, I should. I'm terrified of water, but uh, I, I that's def- why you stay on the shore. Oh, well, if I wouldn't know that was get, an option. You know, there are sand fleas, that you, but that's the least of my worries. <laughs> um, what about I, you? I guess for me, uh, I would say that uh, comic books, comic books is the thing that uh, mm-hmm. my mom actually was just like, hey, I'm going to buy you uh, this subscription. Um, it's like a $60 subscription and it's, she's like, I want you to have this because I know that you don't have any other form of relaxation. And, uh, she's very right. Uh, she's known me my whole life and she's like, you're constantly going. Um, so comic books is just kind of that thing that, uh, I just take a, you know, maybe takes like 15 minutes to read through one or whatever, but it's like, it's, uh, it's also like a story where I get to believe that, uh, you know, that there is good in the world, you know, and, and even if it's, there's not proof of that in the world and there is at certain times, but like, I just kind of need like a, a fictional story where I can be like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Is that, so that's something that you've kind of, you are done your whole life since you were a kid. So it maybe like fills. Honestly, more as an adult. More back. as an okay. adult. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she kind of was just like, Hey, like, I know that if I don't give you a way to relax, like you're not going to relax and I'm not going to spend money. It's almost like I, I, I realized that there's two places I can cut, uh, and it's sleep and money. So I'm just mm-hmm. like in money, I know that in money I do it the most unhealthy way. Cause I'm like, I don't have to eat that much. Uh, so then I cut, I cut pl- spaces there and then sleep. And it's just like, you're not sleeping, you're not eating. Uh, but you read a bunch of comic books. It's like, pff, I'm not, I'm not doing expertly, but, uh, I am trying to do better. So yeah, I definitely, definitely trying to do better. Um, but yeah, we are going to take a real quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here on shady pines radio every Sunday from nine to 10 AM and every Saturday on Facebook live. Stickers, StickerNinja.com stickers can advertise your band, but how about your business, your event, or yourself? Sticker Ninja has a sticker to fit your need. Sticker business cards, bulk label stickers for your startup product, classic bumper stickers, and stickers in any shape or size for your art. Locally made, high-quality vinyl in full color, UV and water-resistant. You design it, they print it, you stick it to the man. And right now, if you use the code SPR10, you get 10% off your order with free domestic shipping. Sticker Ninja's got you covered, and using SPR10 gives you an even sweeter deal. Check out StickerNinja.com and use SPR10 today. Sticker Ninja! And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio and every Saturday on Facebook Live from 3 to 4. Nailed it. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Chris Adez. Hello. And our guest host, Danny Ocean. You nailed it. It was. <laughs> See? And that's from that's from an actual radio person. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and dust my shoulders off. Oh, yeah. I'm like. Off. That means a lot. Yeah. 86th ranked <laughs> in Portland. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> There's a list? Oh, yeah, I, I wonder yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that guy in the class 
bicycle station. No. <laughs> <laughs> we love classical artists. Um, yes. So our uh, the next portion that I did want to talk about is um, just in regards to the the stigma that re- uh, that surrounds mental health. Um, so for me, growing up, my mom was big into mental health, uh, and so. It's uh, as a teenager, I rebelled against it. I was like, this is obnoxious. Like, why is it? Everything's about anxiety. Everything's about this. I'm, I'm this, I have this disease. So it made it really difficult for me to connect with it. But I know that's not everybody's experience. A lot of people have the experience of their parents not believing anything about mental health. Uh, Therefore, uh, yeah, it's, it, it makes it harder to talk about. It makes it harder to get into therapy later. So uh, I guess we'll start off with you, Danny, who is our guest and then our other guest host, Krissa. So I wouldn't say there was really a stigma from my parents. I mean, I did grow up going to church, um, but my mom wasn't the kind that like, like we, I was a troubled kid at one time. And so they Mm. did like family counseling. Right. Yes. And so that was the extent of my experience of going to counseling in my life. Um, And I was just not open to it. Um, There was more a a societal stigma about it Mm -hmm, um, than I was getting from, I'd say my family necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was the same kind of thing. Why you don't need to talk to someone you're, you're uh whatever they'd say crazy or nuts or whatever, you know, um, or, or even when I felt like, you know, maybe I do need to talk some, to, to someone I'm suspicious of opening up to other people. I have uh-huh. a big, I don't know if that's societal or if it's just me, but I have a hard time. Like I don't mind opening up to friends or like my wife or, yeah. you know, family members, but the idea of a stranger. Yeah. Knowing you're, you're yeah. yeah, even if they say they're not going to share, it's just, it's, that, that's what somebody that's who somebody shares is. would say. Yeah. It's the biggest block. For but it's me, out in the world now out of your, out of your head. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that would be scary. For so big block for me. With, with yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's, there's parts of it that are societal, but it's more on like a personal level where you're like, I don't want to give you that information. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Yeah, exactly. Or more, I don't want to appear like I'm, you know, you don't know when you keep it to yourself or for at least for me, when I keep it to myself, I don't know, is this really, if I go and share this, is the, are they going to see, this is a dumb little problem, you know, or oh yeah, how yeah. are they going to, am I wasting their time? They're, like minimize they're getting it. money, but you know, yeah. Yeah, no, I, Maybe I, I just need to toughen up. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, how do you feel about that phrase toughen up? Me? I think we need to soften up if you're asking ooh, me. <laughs> ooh, good answer. Soften our hearts, not harden them. Um, yeah. Uh, but go ahead and tell me about, I guess your experience with it. Uh, well, my parents didn't really, at, you know, when I was a kid, didn't really believe in anxiety or depression. They said it was all in your head, which is true. It is all in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you just need to talk to somebody who isn't isn't your parents. Uh, and I the only time I ever uh, went to counseling was when I insisted uh, my parents take me. I was like, I need to. I'm a 16 year old getting in trouble for drinking. This is not normal. Like, please take me so I could talk to somebody yeah. about my feelings rather than just drinking to cover up what's happening. Like, sure. I'm glad that I was intuitive enough to you know understand that that's what was happening. And my parents were very hesitant to take me or, you know, um, put me in any type of therapy. Um, but, um, after, you know, pushing and pushing, I finally, um, was able to get them to put me in or, you know, get, uh, get me in to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even to this day, like my dad will tell me like, just toughen up. Um, and you know, has never really talked about feelings or emotions or anything like that. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> uh, and my mom, like I've, I've talked to her recently about uh, talk therapy and I think I convinced her that it's, yeah. I think everybody should do talk therapy. Just like, you know, somebody that you're paying to talk to who you, you don't have to like reciprocate, um, you know, 
hearing their side of things. It's just like, I'm just talking at you and you're like giving me advice. I yeah. think that's something that could be helpful for everybody. Um, I, and I guess like my opinion on it, as far as like the whole giving advice thing is like, I honestly think that most people have the answers inside them. Um, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that uh, if you ask people the right questions that they can kind of find the answers themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's me personally. Like I, I try not to give advice because if you give advice, people are either going to be like, I feel like unsolicited advice is like unsolicited dick pics. You know what I mean? That's fair. It's like, close. It's like worse. If you, if you, no, <laughs> <laughs> like if I didn't re- specifically request this, I'm probably going to be offended by it and be like, well, what the, that's, that's not what I asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if you give advice almost without somebody asking for it, or if you, um, you know, or if you think that you know better than somebody, then you're almost saying that they, that they don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, I, I feel like you can almost guide them towards an answer um, yeah. a lot I, of times. I don't know. Like I hate it when people um, give me unsolicited advice, but whenever they do, I'm just like mad about it. And then later I'm like, all right, I didn't like that, but maybe you're right. Maybe I need to like evaluate that yeah. part of myself. Um, oh, that's so me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah similar. How it's so? usually my close friends though that do because it. Because so. I, I don't want like, like, uh, my, my wife will be like, why don't you open up more? And I'm like, cause I know what she's going to do and like, tell me how to fix it. And I don't, I want to be mad about my problem. For yeah. A yeah. Weeks, you know? yeah that's, a, like, that's a really good way to put it. Someone will give me unsolicited advice and I'm like, you know what? Shut up. And then I'm like, dude, she was totally right. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, that's so me. A week later. You're like, yeah. For sure. And I don't want to give unsolicited advice because I, I have this fear of being, is coming off cringe. And like, I feel like me giving any, like when, when people come to me for advice, I'm like, really me? I'm a mess. Like you want the advice from me. <laughs> I don't even feel good giving like solicited advice. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even if you request advice, I'm still just like, well, I mean, what do you think you should do? And they're <laughs> like, if I knew I wouldn't ask you <laughs> if it's on like a thing I know about, that's one thing, but like on life, like I'm still learning myself. Like mm-hmm. I need advice from you is how I feel. Yeah. So. We all are. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess as far as like, you know, growing up, um, and did anybody have like an experience where they opened up and they're just like, well, whoops, said too much. I'm never doing that again. Ooh. Um, probably only for me more, you know, when you're a kid and teenager in relationships more so I would open up and get too clingy too soon. Mm-hmm. I went through a phase of that. So sure. I guess that's maybe different necessarily than, well, I mean, you know, yeah. opening up your heart and not having it received the way that you were hoping is, is kind of the theme. Yeah. So um, that, yeah. definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I used to be afraid of doing that, like opening up too much and people are like, you're so stiff. You like think so much before you talk. And then I, and then I would be like, all right, somebody said that I'm completely removing my filter and mm. I would just like spout shit out. And then like some people hated it. And then some people are like, you should be a comedian. So <laughs> if I would have gone that route, we would have been doing the same thing. Uh, it's funny, but also very, you know, this, without a filter, you can be very, or I can be very offensive anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. But today I feel like I have, um, you know, a middle ground where if I feel comfortable, with somebody I'll tell them anything and sometimes it's yeah. TMI but if they don't like it you'll they'll tell me or you know yeah um but now that you know I have I, I'm you know I have a couple shows um I feel like I can open up and it actually like helps to you know, say this word again normalize uh you know talking about mental health and just like yeah. talking about whatever is on your mind really without feeling ashamed 
Yeah. Um, I, for me, I guess it's, uh, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely felt like I've said too much. Um, and I, I feel like I say that on the show sometimes, but I've also found that a lot of the times where I'm just like, wow, I shouldn't have shared that. You know, somebody comes up to me and is just like, wow, I never could have talked about that. Thank you for, uh, making me feel understood and validated. Uh-huh. Um, like last night, you know, I did a show and I, uh, just, I, you know, I was just like, Hey, I used to be addicted to meth and I have bipolar. And, uh, for some people they're like, wow, that was really heavy. Why did you drop all that on me? And I'm just like, cause I don't know what to do with it. So I hope you could help me. Um, yeah. but you know, I've had multiple times, not last night, everyone was just broke eye contact and was like, I'm not looking or talking to this guy. They're like this guy has yeah. <laughs> this is a meth guy. Um, <laughs> but I've definitely had times where people have been like, yeah, I, I really struggled with that. Or my, uh, my son, my I've had that one a lot is like my son's struggling with meth right now. Um, so mm hearing you talk about that, hearing you laugh, like I got to see a bit of him and it gave me hope. So I think um, a lot of the fear with stigma is also the thing that allows, uh, you know, us talking about it to become a more powerful thing is that. uh, Definitely. Yeah. It just allows people. So um, do you feel like sometimes you have a hard time opening up or like, you know, sharing too much because you're afraid of rejection? Because now I don't even really care anymore. I'm like, you're going to tell me no, you're going to, you know, make fun of me. I don't really care because I'm glad that I at least put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Danny, you go ahead and answer first. Then yes. Answer. Um, yes. Big yes. I, I, I control it now. So when I was younger, I would be real introverted and stuff. And it was not, I don't feel it because it was, I was naturally that way. I had look, I was, you know, I was bullied and picked on. Um, not like in a TV movie way, but yeah, still. Not getting the, your head get, got a dunked in the toilet. Never got a swirly <laughs> or, you know, dunked in the toilet or a wedgie or none of that stuff. But, <laughs> Except for like my brother tried to, but you know, but not like, you know, but still it, it affects you when you're young, you know, yeah. you're trying to fit in and you already have like a big nose and people are calling you Pinocchio and stuff and that kind of thing. So Kids. I would, but now, you know, I, I've discovered a side of myself where I like going out and network and I'm pretty confident and like, I'm like, I'm ugly. So what? Fuck you. I'm just going to be me. And so at the same time, I'll, I'll put myself out, but then I will go back and I'm that kind of person. They'll be like, Oh, I one time said that thing that probably pissed that guy off three years ago. And I hope mm-hmm. he doesn't know I meant it. Yeah. So yeah. I'll go back and replay everything. So in that way, I'll be kind of like, oh, maybe that's why they didn't want to hang out with me next time because mm-hmm. I talked too long about that. So yeah, I definitely still have that in me, not to the not to the point where I'm uh, introverted or like scared to go places or anything, yeah. but it's definitely still in me, and I have to kind of beat it back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was introduced to an idea, um, which is uh, rejection dysphoria, and that's basically uh, where you kind of like you you almost like self reject where you're just like I'm not going to say this because I've already rejected me for you. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times where um, I where I run into problems is like I won't go out because I'm afraid that I'm going to be rejected. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. even been rejected yet, but if I go out, then I can be. So I'll just reject myself now, save myself from that pain. Um, and, and never find out if I really was rejected. Yeah. Um, it's like, you're already rejecting yourself. Like you don't want to be rejected by anyone else. Like other yeah, people. I don't need you to prove this right. Yeah. I don't need you to prove this right. Uh, I already think yeah. I suck. Um, so yeah, I guess just, yeah. In, in this, in a lot of ways, I think it's just like, it's a fear of rejection. Um, and it's, it's like a fear of being vulnerable, you know, because if you say something first, then there's the possibility that somebody can say, you know, just as much potential like, for somebody to say, yes, I've also felt that way. There's just as much potential for somebody to say, I've never felt that way. You weirdo. Don't ever talk to me yeah. ever again. Or also, I feel like, you know, there's that fear that someone's going to use the information against you. And some mm-hmm. people do. Some, oh, right, some narcissists do. But um, 
for sure. So that's I guess that's the only reason why why I would be afraid. Because I'm like, what is it? What's somebody's going to use this information to hurt me later? But really, I don't even know if that's a valid reason to be scared yeah. about it. <laughs> so, so what about your like experience with like I guess like rejection or fear of rejection? Uh, like I said, I used to be um, really afraid of rejection, um, and I you know had a lot of anxiety in the past. Um, but then I, you know, did a lot of, uh, work on myself. (laughs) (laughs) I did a lot of work on myself and, uh, now it's like, like, and you kind of, um, alluded to this too. Like when you share your story, other people feel more comfortable telling their stories. So for me, that overcomes my fear of rejection, being able to help others to just be themselves. That's really, that's really cool. You said that I actually had somebody, um, say to me, um, recently, uh, They'd said this, that, uh, you know, I basically had made the joke, you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, like if, if I don't go out, there's uh, there's no possibility of rejection. Um, you know, if I if uh, if I don't go out, I can't be rejected. And he goes, uh, yeah, but if you don't go out, you also can't be accepted. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, that's I, I think that that's kind of what you were what you were saying is that, like, you know, you're the possibility of acceptance needs to overpower the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. I had that internal fight when I started really networking for the radio show mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised at how actually accepting and welcoming of me people were, mm. you know, I kind of viewed Portland music as this big inside click where everyone knew each other and in certain ways it is, but in certain ways it really isn't that. And my mind yeah. was blown. I'm, I'm like, learning oh, it's you don't know this more about guy? community. You yeah. don't know her. And mm-hmm. I've met both these people and I just feel like I'm a newbie. And so that was kind of good at the same time yeah. because my fear oh. wasn't founded and people were really accepting. Yeah. 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 Well, I appreciate that. Awesome. I'm going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. It's amazing how many shows you can find on Shady Pines Radio and so many great shows. I just discovered a show on Wednesday at 1 to 2 p.m. and it's called Fuzz Yeah! Wow, Fuzz Yeah! Do you know what that means? What's that mean? I don't know. Bird Dog is the DJ. I hear he is playing hidden vinyl gems from all around the globe, too. Wow! I got to tune in on Wednesday at 1 p.m. and, and listen to what has been happening on Shady Pines Radio. Welcome back to the Smoke Break. We are here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. And we are live on Facebook every Saturday from 3 to 4. Look at that. You're hired. Rehired. So uh, every, um, excuse me, every week we like to ask a question from the card game. Let's get real, bro. I like this. But I forgot it. So uh, we actually had our, uh, I wanted to say kind of like manager uh, of, the, of both shows, uh, Angel. Um, she actually wrote up a card. So I'm going to read it and then we're going to answer it. And uh, yeah, it's called the joke break. I'm ready for this. Feel free to uh, chuckle as much as you want, but not at people's pain. So question is, uh, you've got five years left to live. Ooh. What changes? Everything. I mean, like if I knew that I'm going to see and try and do everything I did. I know I'm, I may never do like go to all the places. Like yeah, everything changes. Like yeah. My yeah, what, 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 what are all the places? Yeah. Oh man. Like, you know, the Maldives, uh, Jamaica, um, you know, Spain, Italy. You want to travel the world a little Africa, bit. Africa, mm-hmm. Southeast Asia, like Australia. Yeah. Everywhere. Like even Antarctica, like just, I want to see it all, you know, experience, you know, try all the foods I didn't get to try, spend, you know, make every moment with my like family and my kids and my friends count and like never 
do all the, you know, never get angry, never like, just never waste a moment. Probably, you know, throw my phone away, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 No, that's, uh, just live it to the very, which I, I should go be that far. I should be living now like it's that, but yeah, sure. definitely. If I knew that, then you can't waste a second. That's how I feel. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like traveling is kind of like a, a thing that you really want to, want to do more of. Well, I didn't fly until my, you know, mid to late twenties for the first time ever. And so I, you know, there's a lot of making up for that. I had to do, I've only still to this point, I've seen less than 10 States. Yeah. Know, so there's a lot more I need to see. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, are you, are you more big on, uh, I guess, exploring, exploring the world or exploring the U S or a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of yeah. both. There's still a lot here. I'd like to see, I'd like to go to New York and try cheesecake at, uh, juniors. And I'd like to go to Atlanta and, you know, um, Key West and, you know, obviously what's, uh, what stands out to you about, uh, Atlanta? I want to experience the, the, you know, the music scene, the food, you know, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. The different, you know, just trying different culture stuff. I haven't been around that kind of thing. So, you know, it'd be a lot of other places I'd want to go Chicago, you know, even Austin, Texas, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. For someone who's traveled the U S I'd say s stick to the coast. There's a lot, it's a lot yeah. more fun Don't on the coast. South. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just like mid-America, mid no offense, anybody listening or I'm watching. I'm from but... Iowa and it sucks. <laughs> so. well, I'm going to it's Memphis next there, year. Right? I guess that's close to the coast. Um, so for the Memphis and May barbecue thing, my, uh, so there we go. I got some family out in uh, Tennessee now. I'll just kind of leave it at that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it sounds like, uh, and, and food's definitely still going to be a part of that mission where you're like, hey. For sure. Um, and Shado is lived in Memphis when he's a kid. So he's going to come with me and kind of show me the places and nice. introduce me to some people and that kind of thing. So. Be like, don't go on this street yeah. at this time. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a lot of stuff I want to see on the coasts and uh, for sure. And then, you know, see the world for sure too. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what do you think uh, is stopping you from doing that right now? Why, why money, money? Yeah. money? You're just like, I money. And you know, if I had enough money to take time off then I, you know, then. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So you would, so you would do it if, if, uh, funds, uh, allowed oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, it's yeah. not like if I could work like... the day job less and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's, that's the only thing holding it back for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I respect that. I, I feel like even if I had the money, I'd still be like, you got to work, you got to do this, you got to do this. So I think the, the fact that you have that separated where you're like, the only thing that's stopping me is this part. So yeah. Someone once told me it's better to pay for experiences than stuff. And they were really right. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, I, I agree with that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay. Des. If I had five years to live, five I don't know. Years. I feel like I'm already doing a lot of the stuff that I would do, but, uh, something that I would change is, um, I would definitely travel more and, um, uh, make a, make a music album. Ooh, maybe, album. maybe I'd have Zane on my album too. You know? Yo, 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 I'm a rapper. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm already, um, creatively reaching my goals and like going for those things. And I have traveled to like 46 States in the U S oh, wow. traveled to um, the Caribbean and so, uh, Hawaii is part of the U S but is yeah. Delaware it's, a real place. It, it, yeah, it's <laughs> a very tiny place, but been I've been there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and no, like whenever I passed one of the, the sign, whenever I went to a new um, state, I would pass a sign and for Delaware, I was like, well, I'm in Delaware <laughs> like, like from Wayne's world. You know, was, there's like nothing else yeah. to talk about there. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, but everyone's the like, sign. all right, you're, you're corny as hell. <laughs> yes. I'm but, making a Wayne's world reference to myself. Um, um, yeah. Just travel more. Um, and do make more art, uh, okay, probably okay. just stop working completely and, uh, paint and make music and, uh, hang out with other, you know, more artists. Okay. Do more okay. about what I'm already doing, I guess. Times, sure. time, what I'm doing times 10. 
When I'm doing times 10. Yeah. Um, so you, you were talking about making, making art. Um, so you said painting, for example. Uh, is that something that you, you don't have time for, you don't have money for? What's, uh, what's kind of stopping you from doing that right now? Well, yeah, since I have um, a couple, I run a couple different businesses and I have two kids and then, you know, the podcast and everything. I don't really. It's my fault. My, yeah, it's all Zane's fault. That's why I don't paint anymore. Uh, but no, yeah, like I was saying, my artistic outlet right now is, uh, you know, our show. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of like emptying all my creative, I don't want to say juices, into, into it. <laughs> I don't want you to say it either. <laughs> I said it. It's too late. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, so, but I do have a painting that's half finished and it's like staring at me in my living room every time I walk in. I'm like, damn it, I really need to finish this painting every single day. I'm like, my paint's right there. Yeah. I'm like, but I, I'm going to do this other thing. Um, but I, I actually am really trying to focus on um, just like one hobby at a time because in the, I have so many interests and so many hobbies. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to be, or I'm working on being better about focusing on one thing at a time. Uh, you know, like you did with that sentence, as, yes, as that's one thing uh, at uh, a time, uh, uh, as far as my ADHD will allow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dope. Uh, what about, what about the music? Is it, is it kind of the same thing? Is it, or is there like a little bit of, uh, of fear with, um, yeah. putting, putting, yeah. Tell Definitely. Me, tell me about the I mean, music. What's, what's, what's holding you back? Yeah. The, the time and the, the energy to actually make music. I have made beats, like I would say on like every episode of our show. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, just like singing. I don't think I'm a very good singer. I know there's auto tune, so I'm here for that. But um, you know, learning how to produce music is, you know, it's is that like, where a, like whole... a car fixes itself. Yes. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so stupid. Uh, but it's like, you know, I, there's so much that you have to learn. Uh, it seems easy. Like I'm just gonna go in there and like, you know, push some buttons, boop, 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 and I'm gonna make this song. But um, like we were talking about like a MIDI keyboard, uh, mm -hmm. learning how to use that. I just learned how to, um, I'm still learning how to make beats and like edit uh, audio. So and, it's and a lifetime so. uh, learning yeah. process. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what about you, Danny? Do you, uh, do you have you make, made beats or anything like that? Yeah, so once upon a time, I thought I was gonna be, you know, the next Pete Rock. Um, it did not work out. Wait, who? Um, He's a hip hop producer that okay. did a lot of stuff in the nineties. Um, so yeah, I've got a, a, back in the day, a real bootleg copy of Fruity Loops and a nice. uh -huh. stuff like that. And yeah, we were going to, we started a, a hip hop label and I was going to be like the, the RZA basically and make our beats and stuff hey. like that. And I actually <laughs> did. Okay. But it's, it's so much like, I'll be like, Oh, this is dope. But then there's like so much more that goes into it. And I'm like, Oh, mm -hmm. this, and then I'll, you know, I think it looks, sounds dope in my headphones and I play in the studio and it's just trash, you know, the yeah. levels are all yeah. off. So I still actually have a, a legal copy now of Fruity Loops and I do, play around making beats and um it's still like a hobbit a, a habit a hobby i like to do yeah yeah, yeah. no i uh I, th I think that just having kind of those artistic outlets is is extremely important just because it's like we do the things that we do and i enjoy the things that i do but i need something aside from the thing that i do to enjoy um, honestly how do people live without a creative outlet that's like just going ask. to work coming home watching tv no offense if that's what you do but yeah. you need to watching the you smoke need to start break. painting <laughs> <laughs> yes paint and uh, watch the smoke break actually i don't know i don't know how uh people can go without creating something yeah it's yeah. just so ingrained in who we are as people 
Um, but you know, at least you're watching other people's art and you're listening yeah. to it. Somebody, so if, here's the thing uh, about stand-up comedy is that if we were all comedians, all of us would be outside smoking and nobody would be in the audience. Mm. Yes. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably projecting because I smoke a bunch. Also, I quit smoking. I quit smoking. Cigarettes. 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 Very important. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I bought a new new jacket for the smoke break. Um, That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. I bought a new jacket and I was like, I'm not smoking in this jacket. Um, and I am going to use this topic to stall from what I would do with five years. Uh, what would it, you do? Is it working? No, if no you're there's the question. Die in five years, or if you only uh, had five years to live. Only had five years to live. What would change? Um, I would say, honestly, I would probably do less creative stuff. I think that that's, that's something that, uh, so I spent three years in China. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was that's dope. Yeah, it was probably the the best three years of my life. Um, And it was I got to experience a new culture, a new country, a new language, uh, just so many different types of people. It was really one of the best experiences of my life. I spent all of that time in my room on Fruity Loops trying to make music and being like, someday I'm going to go to Portland and I'm going to be a musician. And it was just look at you now. I did do it. I did do it. But at what cost? Because what ended up happening is my uh, grandparents got in a car accident and I lost them and I had to come back because my grandmother, uh, they were on their way to chemotherapy. My grandmother still had cancer, lost, lost her husband. And I was like, well, I said I would come back. I'll come back a little bit sooner. And so I left China and it wasn't really until I had gotten back that I was like, I didn't spend any of that time doing anything. Like I couldn't even tell you what a lot of it looked like because I had just this laser focus on like, all right, you gotta, you gotta make music. Okay. You have to write jokes. You have to get material. You have to, and it's. Can't waste any time. Exactly. So it's, it almost is, it kind of plays into our first topic where it's like, you know, I would finally relax. I would finally get the self care that I feel like I've been needing. I would spend time with friends that I've been neglecting in this pursuit of this dumb fucking dream. <laughs> Don't follow your dreams. It's That's what this dream. book breaks it's about. A, it is. It's a good dream. <laughs> it is. It is. But, you know, I, I I have to ask myself every once in a while, you know, like pursuing your dreams, but at what cost? I you think, know? yeah, like having that balance, too, of yeah. like not making art and and being creative. Yeah. Like, but if I cashed out right now, I had a pretty sweet podcast. I have a pretty yeah. cool album and uh you know, I told You made some, it? Like told some pretty some, told some pretty all right jokes. Yeah, uh, and, li- and like I've been saying lately a lot, I've been saying this lately is um I feel like you and I are successful not in the way of, you know, having as much money as we would like. <laughs> God but no, God uh no. we're, you know, we've reached our goals of like having these shows and making music and everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I feel like, you know, you're successful already. You can quit. Please don't. I just walk off right now. <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. Des finishes the interview. <laughs> I call that was a little awkward, but uh, I'm still here. <laughs> yep, we get, get used to innovation. <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I made it. Um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, my biggest thing would probably just be taking that self-care, spending time with people. That's something that like I've had the hardest time with because so many of my pursuits have been solitary, uh, making music very solitary. doesn't have to be, but often is, you know, if you don't, if you're not in a band and you're producing music, then you're sitting by yourself. Yeah, you know, man. if you're not, uh, you know, as far, as far as like comedy and stuff like that, like, yes, it's a very social thing, but it can be a very lonely thing where you're sitting, writing jokes, you know, going out, having experiences, writing material. And it just, uh, I feel like just, it's, it's so possible to become laser focused on, on these goals that you really just kind of neglect the people around you. Um, I have a handful of friends that I just, I know that I don't spend enough time with. Um, 
If, yeah. if they were cooler, they'd be watching the show right now. But uh, <laughs> are they watching right now? I actually force you to to hang out. I'm like, yeah, let's have a meeting, <laughs> and then we like talk about meeting. our show for like two minutes. Yeah, oh, it was like, good. <laughs> you know, pull you away from work for a second. It's, it's important, and I, you know, if you want to uh, relax and enjoy life, just uh, you know. Ask me how to do it because I'm like a professional at relaxing at this point. <laughs> what were you saying, Danny? Um, I'm we're like 43 minutes in and I still don't know what to do with my hands. But no, I was going to ask you, do you feel like because you mentioned the writing jokes, do you feel like you um, are more critical of your joke writing or your music writing? Like uh, my uh, music, okay. honestly, on the music was the thing that took me the longest to uh, pursue. And that's because if I tell a joke, you don't like it. Took me like five seconds to come up with that stupid pun. You know, okay. I can get over that. I can get over that. But a song, a song, I took me forever to come up with. Uh, even longer to write. Uh, longer to rewrite. A uh, bunch of money to record. A bunch of money to re-record. Then to mix. Then to master. If I at the end of this show you a song and you're like, eh, I'll be devastated. I will be devastated. Mm. Um, so music is definitely the thing that, as much as I love it, I I know that. Uh, know that my hearts might be in it a little bit too much and and that's where i just need to take that little space and just enjoy it so mm -hmm. awesome well we sure. are going to take a real quick commercial break and we will be right back with the smoke break we're here on shady pines and pretty dope experience radio Make sure to tune in every single 5 to 6 p.m. here on Shady Pines Radio for No Dancing Please with me, your host, L. Ron Hubbard. We play an eclectic mix of dance music from all over the world from every single genre. The only issue is we forgot to get the license that allows listeners to dance. So if you're listening and get the groove, just remember, no dancing, please. Perfect. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. As well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We are live on Saturdays on my Facebook from 3 to 4. And you can find us on Spotify. There, I shouted out all the things. And Apple Podcasts. There we go. Those are all the things. It's on all the platforms. You have Make no sure excuse, Make sure you follow basically. and subscribe to yeah. their YouTube. Yes. Make sure you do. You. Thank you. Um, so we're going to wrap it up with one of my by far favorite parts of the smoke break. And that is asking people, what are you excited for? Oh, man. What are you excited for? It can be existential if you make it. <laughs> so much things like every day. Like Ooh, I'm excited for the next day. Like I can have the worst day possible. And I'm like, if I wake up blessed enough with a chance to live tomorrow, I'm excited for whatever tomorrow brings. Mm -hmm. I know that's kind of a. No, it's not. I'm just, yeah, I'm excited for what's next. You're excited for what's next. What's, uh, what, what's next? What's, uh, give me an example. Is it a, is it a dentist appointment? Uh, well, that is next year. Not next, next, but that's coming up. Yeah, that, I'm not excited for that, but <laughs> it's necessary for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I got, we got some awesome guests coming up on a radio show. So I'm excited okay. for that. Yeah. I'm excited for what's next with that and where we're going to end up taking the radio show. We'd like to hopefully take it to bigger and better places. Radio is kind of a dying, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Internet radio is a dying. No, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. For what's next? I don't yeah, know. I guess yeah. I could be more specific, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we got we got a little bit of time. So uh, let's tell me a little bit about the radio show. Let's 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 advertise ourselves a little bit. 
So they gave us, show, us a show. We play hip hop, reggae, R and B. We try we try to mix in a good amount of local um, hip hop and R and B and whatever. Um, and we interview artists uh, every other episode. Now at this point, we used to do it every episode on Freeform, but that was when we were once every two weeks. Now that every week we do a, an artist interview every other week. Okay. And we just had Ladies of the Rose on uh, a couple weeks back. We had Khalil Khalil. We had Don Knock, who was in town from uh, um, New York for the thesis. Sure. Um, so yeah. Um, that's so far the guests we've had since we've been on X-Ray. And so we got some great guests coming up in the future. Yeah. We got Prince Hype coming on. We got uh, Mike Capes coming back. Magic Nine is going to come on. Hopefully oh, I've nice. been kind of begging her for that one. Yeah. Um, Blossom in the way future. So we got some great guests lined up. Yeah. You said, cool. And you said uh, you're on X-Ray. X-Ray FM. Yes. Friday nights at midnight. Nights at midnight. Yeah. It's impressive. That's impressive. How long, uh, how long has that been like a, a thing? So we started and we've been trying to get on X-Ray since I was at KPSU, um, but they had like a wait list at that time. And so I've been like even bugging Cliff, but I'm like, Cliff is my guy. Like I look up to Cliff when we started the radio show, shout out DJ Cliff. And so I don't want to like use that connection, get me on X-Ray Cliff, yeah. but I would always be like, tell me how yeah. who I need to talk to. When they, when they came and said, you know, the applications are open, I jumped on it. Sure. I still just went, but if the show's good enough, they'll take us. I didn't want to like use that leverage of knowing Cliff to get on, Yeah. but I'm just excited about being on there and being on there with people like Cliff and like DJ Ambush and people who've been doing it for a long time. And yeah. Yeah. And, uh, do you play music on, you said, excuse me, you said that you do play music. So you play music, you do artist interviews. Uh, we tend to be more music heavy. The, every other episode when we don't have artists, we'll still play music when artists are on and it'll be some of their stuff mixed in with other stuff, but we try to give the artists as much time to talk because our show's only an hour at this point you know okay okay do you feel like the the hour is probably and you said an hour at this point so was it longer before they offered us two hours and it used to be two hours on freeform but oh. it's we're so busy right now with it the show being every week now we didn't want to commit to one hour to start we wanted to get used to the new station and but yeah. we're getting to the point where the last couple of episodes we've been like i'm ready for a two-hour show yeah. so it's coming we're gonna be on two right. hours hey i love to hear it that's something to be that's definitely something to be excited for hopefully for when sure. we move to an earlier slot in the night we'll move to the two hours yeah. Yeah. I remember the smoke break used to be two hours and boy, was it stressful. Uh, <laughs> now that we're doing an hour, I'm just like, okay, I could stretch the stress that stress this. I definitely can do both. Uh, I, I feel like we could stretch it. But um, before it was like, I was like, oh, we're going to do two hours. And you don't realize how long two hours is until you're like, I'm all out of stuff. Uh, what's your favorite color? You know, like you yeah, it's like a bad date. You're just like, uh, so what's your favorite animal? <laughs> yeah. How does that relate to mental health? I'm like trying to tie it back awkwardly. Uh, Des, talk to me. Uh, what are you excited for? I am excited about uh, getting older and wiser. Ooh, long term. I want to be answer. one of those old ladies with pink hair and like dress in the same way that I'm dressing now. Uh, you know, with all this stuff under my belt, like the album that I was talking about. Yeah. Um, that, and then short term, I am excited about making more music, uh, interviewing more artists, which I said last time I was on your show. And I'm excited hey. for the thesis that my, my friend, uh, Mac puts on. Yes. Yes. Uh, this, I, uh, oh, coming Thursday, just come, yeah, never miss it. There's always good musicians on there. Sorry. Is it okay if I shout him out? Please. Uh, oh, please do. <laughs> this Thursday, um, at Kelly's Olympian, check it out. If yeah, you're in, Mac, in the Portland area. Max Smith was actually our uh, first guest on uh, Off the Cuff uh, with Des and Zane. I and can't super fun. I can't stress enough how much shout out Max Smith for just so many things. He's amazing. Super, he does he so does, much. Did, verbs, all them do. And he's um, hilarious too, which oh, was, we found out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. We've had him on the radio show way back in the day and it was an honor and great guest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, we out here magazine, all that stuff. So. Mm -hmm. 
Seriously solid dude. Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit. So you uh, mentioned getting older and wiser. Um, what uh, what does what does that look like to you? What is well, I you know when I picture it, I picture myself being an old ass lady, um, like dressing really weird, like having yeah. grandkids and everything, um, and maybe still make like making raps and maybe even freestyling by the yeah. yeah finally, we're gonna we're gonna get the the Des freestyle. I, I we've all get, been waiting for. I won't have any the fucks cuff. then. Like yeah, yeah. If I don't care now, you should see me in a couple of years. This will be exactly. dope. <laughs> uh, and then short term, what was the question? Like just being was, more specific. So older, about it. older and wiser. Like what does that look like? Older to and you? wiser. Um. I've gotten pretty wise even over the past couple of years. Um, sure, sure. Did a lot of learning. I think a lot of people did, you know, being uh, cooped up for, you know, during the uh, the lockdown, the pandemic and everything uh, really made us think about ourselves and like reflect and, and all of that. And like we did have to sit alone with our thoughts. So um, I feel like I've gotten a lot wiser, like I said, over the past two years. Sure. And I just I, I want to constantly, you know, learn from people and also be a teacher, but I don't think anybody ever stops learning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, that's a, that's a really good, expe- uh, excuse me, really good perspective and just really something to look forward to. Cause I feel like there's a lot of dread that comes with, uh, getting older, um, and maybe even wiser. I don't want to look older, but yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, <laughs> but that's like that's almost it comes with it, you know. Yeah. Like, but I'll be a cute ass old lady, so <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, no, I, I definitely I, I agree with that, but I agree with the the you know like just I guess that fear of getting older of just like. Some people don't look forward to it because they're like, oh, you know, what if my body doesn't work? And what if, you know? Yeah, of course. And I don't want to think about that part. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> no, I, but I'm hoping that, you know, the the wisdom increases as my body um, gets more frail. Like, yeah, I just keep honestly, getting wise. There's got to be, there's got to be like, you know, some kind out. of yeah. trade. There's got to be some kind of trade. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about uh, about aging? Are you like, yo, this is the dopest shit I've ever done. I plan to live to be like three to six hundred years old. Nice. Hey. They can hear they got, consciousness. They got some yeah. kind of pill going on. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to find it. No. Yep. Um, yep. I'm right there um, with you. We'll find it. Dude, it's scary. Yeah. Um, I, I envy that people can like say I look forward to. I don't know. Um, I like life a lot. And so the, yeah. the, uh, it's not scary going through it, but the thought of getting older is kind of scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, whoa, I am in my mid thirties. How did this happen? Does it, does it feel like that? Or is it like, yes. Yeah. Because in my, because in my head, I still feel like I'm like 22 in a way. Um, in certain ways I can't, you know, obviously get down on the basketball court like I used to, or stay mm-hmm. out the way I used to, or it's, it's the different way in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's, it's way different in the morning. There's two drink maximum going on here usually. <laughs> um, They're like two drink minimum. You're like two drink maximum. <laughs> when I go out, it's to shows. Uh, I'm not, you're not going to find me at the spark or whatever. No, no offense to anyone. Uh, shout out to the DJs and stuff, but I'm, Still you out know, there. I know my age. I know what's going <laughs> I'll on. I'll twerk enough for both of us. You know? Don't worry. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I do go to events, but it's more like, you know, music events. Cause they'll end at a, the right time and that kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'll go to Capitol and get a drink, but that's not the same as like going to a, a club club. You know, club club. Kind of yeah. oh, I feel that. I feel that. Let's see. What am I excited for? Um, I guess I'm excited for gaining some uh, some new perspective. I'm excited that I, I quit my job and I put that behind me. Um, like I had said earlier, I have bombed just about every set I've done. I don't believe it. Uh, I it's I I understand, uh, and that's it's. I think it's just because the, the even the phrase bombing I think is just because it's compared to now that I've opened up this time in my schedule. Uh, I think that there's a greater uh, 
pressure put on it where it's like, oh, you know, I, I, oh, I quit so that I could perform. And now that I'm performing, it has to go perfect. And it's like, it's never going to go perfect. And that's something that you really have to accept is that it's, it's really never going to go perfect. It can go better than it did last time, or it can go worse than it did last time. But like, as far as perfect, you can have a really good set, but it's probably not going to be perfect. There's still going to be, I've walked away from so many sets and been like, oh man, I messed up this one joke, like killed it the entire time. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I focus on that. So I guess uh, gaining a perspective in just uh, w- in what to expect in being able to enjoy things as they are and not as I wish they were. Yeah. I have a question for you. Please. Uh, do you, do you actually enjoy yourself when you're up on stage? Yes. Okay. Yes. If I'm having a good, if, if, if I'm having a good time. Yeah. yeah. I ha- if I'm having I a good time, I enjoy myself. If you're enjoying yourself, I feel like it would take some of the pressure off, but. Oh, absolutely. No, that's, Definitely. I'm glad that you, you brought that up. So a few years ago, back in 2018, I actually went to the uh, finals of Portland's Funniest Person Contest. I, I remember you posting about this. Yeah. 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 And uh, the thing that allowed me to do that was uh, right before I had went on stage, um, my co my normal co-host for this, Mandolin Deal, she's actually in New York right now doing the comedy thing. So good for her. Malik's down in Atlanta doing the music thing. Uh, but uh Mandolin deal. Uh, we were, we were dating at the time and she had brought up, uh, as I was just about to go on stage, she's like, have fun. And I, like, for some reason it just fucking, it, like, I didn't even think about that because I was so uh, worried about remembering my jokes. I was so worried about advancing. I was so worried about, and she just goes, have fun. And You're like was, have fun. That's an option. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> where am I going to find time? There's no, there's no time. Um, <laughs> and so it really just kind of brought to, brought to my attention that like, that's something that I forget. And it's something that I kind of went into last night thinking like, Oh, I need to make sure that I do this. But I was almost like just so distracted that it was like, it was almost a second secondary thought, you know, I was like, no, I have to do well. And I'm at a comedy club, so it's got to go perfect. And like, everyone's got to, and it's, it's, if you have fun, it's almost hard to, it's, even if you do bad, you still had fun, you know? And I think that's something that like, I try to remind myself is just like, you could do bad and not have fun, which is the worst case scenario. You know, you could do good and have fun, which is the best case scenario, yep. or you could not do well and have fun, which is not the worst case scenario. <laughs> it's like, at least it's a medium scenario. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I, I definitely am trying to, um, trying to spend my time more wisely, uh, in spaces that it's appreciated and the spaces that I want to appear in with people that I want to, you know, be there with, um, I think just, you know, going forward, because my time is uh, allowed to be what exactly I want it to be, I think it's even more important that I spend that time um, exactly how I want to. So, yeah. um, Other than that, um, we got two minutes. Um, Um, You got any questions? Well, I have another question for you. Um, Do you feel like you're more creative in writing jokes when you are relaxed or do you feel like it's easier, like you can more easily write jokes when you're like, all right, I need to focus. Mm. Because like whenever like we're just hanging out or something, I feel like you just like think of all these jokes and you're just like constantly, I'm just like, how did you think of that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely comes from relaxation, I think is, is a big spot is a big place where it comes from. I think that, uh, yeah, just being, being comfortable and it, allows me to be funny because if I'm trying to be funny, then I'm not funny. Then it's Mm -hmm. awkward. Um, but if I'm just trying to relax and a joke comes up, then it's like, it's, it just seems more natural. Um, what about you player? What, uh, do you feel like you're more creative when you're relaxed or when you're, uh, when I'm relaxed, even if it's like doing the radio show or if I'm stage hosting an event, if I'm having fun, it's going to come more natural. I'll do a better job at engaging the crowd. So yeah. Definitely have fun is a good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Cause at least I bombed, at least I had fun. 
Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. And what about you, Des? Real For quick. For me, um, I think that I'm more creative when I'm just like relaxed, like doing nothing at home, but I'm like better at performing when I'm like focused and like serious does, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause if I'm like too relaxed, I'll just be like, so relaxed if, if I was like too relaxed here, I'd be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm just drinking my matcha tea. So, you know, I have to like when I'm actually like performing. Yeah. Shout out like, to I'm matcha like, tea. Yes. Yes. Keeps me going. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, Hey, I appreciate both of you, uh, accompanying me on this episode of the smoke break. Um, Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'm thanks for yeah. having me on again. Absolutely. Future me. Don't be too critical of how you look on this video. <laughs> you, look you, look, you look great. And also I, I love your Rhymes and raw energy. Shout out to Jay At first, Slaps. I thought it said dare. Um, I actually won a contest and came up with the what rhymes the, and raw I didn't come up with rare, but he wanted. You know, he did a contest. What should the acronym? I came awesome. up with that. Yeah, beautiful. All right, thank you guys. <laughs>